Hello everyone and welcome to the Poema Podcast. I am James Prescott, I'm your host. It's really great to have you all here, I'm really excited about this. Um, Many of you will know me from um, my old podcast, James Talks. Um, that that kind of finished around Christmas. Um, this podcast is kind of taking its place. Um, it's we're keeping the same podcast feed because um, uh, for a lot of reasons. Because firstly, because it's easier for you guys to listen in. Because if you're already subscribed to James Talks, then you'll just get these podcasts um, already. You'll already be subscribed to them. And also because it's a natural evolution of James Talks. It's uh, kind of the next stage in my podcast journey. Um, in many ways, it's going to be similar to James Talks, but there's also going to be some other things which are going to be different and um, improved, and I'm looking forward to sharing all of that with you. So, yeah, so before we get any further, um, what's really, I think we need to talk about this word poema, because I know a lot of you are going to be asking, what is poema? What does that mean? Um, what is this strange word? And, um, yeah, I, and the word um, poema, spelled P-O-E-M-A, poem with an A on the end. Um, it's spelled in a variety of ways. That's the way that I've chosen to spell it. Um, I got that word, um, a couple of friends suggested this word to me, and um, it's from actually from Scripture. It's a word used by Paul in the letter to the Ephesians, um, chapter 2, verse 10, when um, Paul talks about us being God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Um, now, the word poema is the word workmanship. Um, it's um, also, in various translations, it's also masterpiece, um, it's accomplishment, it's um, creation, it's all, there's a lot of different um, words, but they all kind of point to the same meaning. Our lives as a work of divine art, that we are a piece of art created by God, and our lives are a work of art, and um, and to me, poema is about us co-creating our lives with God. It's about creativity. It's about spirituality, and it's about how those two things inter- intersect. It's about identity. It's about who we are, and those kind of issues are the are the, are the ones that really I'm passionate about. If you've read my writing or my blog, um, if you've read books that I've written, um, if you've listened to podcasts that I've done before, all of the work that I've done is about the intersection between spirituality, identity, and creativity. And that's what I'm really passionate about. That's what I want to keep exploring in the work that I'm doing. So when I found this word, which kind of summed up all of those things in one, I had to use that word to describe the podcast. Um, Because... I think it's a really great word, apart from anything else. Sounds really, really cool. Um, but also it takes the focus a little bit away from me and more onto the topic, more onto um, these ideas of creativity and spirituality and identity and exploring those and exploring our spiritual journey, exploring our creative journey, exploring our life journey and doing that together. And and we can do that in several ways. Um we're going to be doing more interviews. We're going to be doing. I've got some great interviews lined up for this week. Um, the kind of launch week. We've got um, a couple of amazing, inspiring guys um, to uh, hear from, who I think you're going to really, really be blessed by. And and also doing a lot of reflective pieces because 
you know what, to be honest, I've been on a bit of a spiritual journey this year and um, been dealing with a lot of, um, confronting a lot of um, difficult pain, difficult truths from my own past, um, insecurities and fears and doubts and questions that I have of, of God and things that I want to reflect on, questions that I want to talk about, ideas that I want to explore and I want to share that with you because I want you to because we're all on this journey together, ultimately. And I think one of the great ways that we learn is by sharing our stories, by hearing each other's stories. Because when we hear each other's stories, we realise that actually we're not alone. And that actually maybe we can get through this. Maybe we can survive till tomorrow. Maybe um, hope is not gone. And I think that's re- I think sharing stories is really important. So I'll be, I'll be, exp- I'll be exp- sharing some of my own story. I'll be sharing questions that, that I've been working through, uh, questions of faith, questions of spirituality, um, questions about scripture. Um, and we'll also be doing the interviews. And um, yeah, as I say, we've got some great people lined up in the coming weeks. You know, I really, really love them. I've um, got tons of interviews in the bank now to share with you, and I'm, I'm really excited to share those with you. So um, that's, that's, that's really why the podcast is becoming what it is and what we're going to be doing. Um, but today I want to talk about your life as a work of art. Um, because your life is a work of art. You know, we are all creative people. Every single one of us is a creative person. And, you know, there's this kind of myth that goes around that some people are creative and some are not creative. And that's a lie. Because we're all, we're all built with, we're all designed with, Imagination. Every single human being has imagination. Every single human being is made to create. Um, it's in who we are. Um, every major scientific breakthrough throughout history has come about because of imagination, because people dared to, to believe something different, dared to risk trying something new and exploring new ideas, because because scientists imagined new possibilities, things which people hadn't even understood yet, but they thought these things were real. And they took that risk and explored those ideas, and because they did, we made big scientific breakthroughs. We need imagination. We need creativity. That's the only way the human race advances. It's the only way that we bring about change, is when we are willing to create, when we are willing to imagine a new tomorrow, when we are willing to risk for the sake of creating something new and doing something amazing. And that is so, so important. Um, that's why this word poema I believe in so much, because as a Christian, as someone who follows Jesus, ultimately it all comes back to Jesus and our relationship with Jesus. And we were all created to create. And we're all on this journey with God. We're all in relationship with God, whether we realise it or not. The question is really, are we engaging in that relationship? How much are we participating in that relationship? Or are we just blocking God off? Or are we just ignoring Him? So for me, the poem of journey is, is simply about us co-creating our lives with God. It's about working alongside God to create the life that he intended for us to live. Doing the work that he intended us to do. It's about fulfilling our calling. It's about 
It's about doing the work that we were made for. Whatever that work is, and that work can be artistic work, it can be writing, it can be music, it can be uh, films, it can be any kind of creative, like, artistic work. Or it can be science, it can be politics, it can be, it can be areas where you wouldn't think about the word creativity. Because creativity covers everything. Imagination covers everything. And we need creativity in every area of life. Big political changes throughout history have come about because people dared to imagine a new tomorrow. Dared to imagine a world which was not like how it was. Dared to believe that things could be different and were willing to risk everything to, to support and believe and advocate those ideas. That's the power of imagination. That's the power of creativity. You know, Martin Luther King dared to believe that a world without, that an America without racial prejudice was possible. He dared to believe that equality, racial equality was possible. He believed that it was absolutely fundamental to our humanity. And he was willing to risk everything to create that new world, to create a world without those boundaries. And ultimately he did. He he sacrificed his life for that cause because he dared to believe in something better. He dared to believe that a world um, without racism was possible. And he would fight for that cause. And he would fight to create that new world, whatever the cost. And 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 that was fundamental to bringing about huge cultural societal change. Because when we dare to imagine a new possibility, when we dare to risk it all on what we believe might be possible, when we, when, we, when we jump, when we step out, when we dare to create something new, then change can happen. And that can happen in any field. It can happen in artistic fields. It can happen in politics. It can happen in culture. It can happen in science. Ultimately, it all comes back to this poema, to realising that we're works of art and that our lives are works of art and this world is a work of art and that we have the power to change that. We have the power to make something new. We have the power to create something different. That death doesn't have the final say. That there is resurrection. That there is hope. That there is a new day. That there is the possibility of something better. That there is the possibility of new life. And we are all creating a life right now we don't just kind of suddenly kind of decide to start creating a life we're already creating a life our habits our routines our disciplines the beliefs we have about ourselves we are already creating a life for ourselves we have that power the question is what kind of life do we want to create for ourselves and what are we going to do about it how are we going to change our routines and our rhythms how are we going to what disciplines are we, going to, are we going to take up? What are we going to start believing about ourselves? Because we're already telling ourselves a story. We're already creating a life. The question is, are we creating the life that we were made for? Are we creating the life that we were designed for? Is this the best life that we could possibly have? Is this the life that God wants for us? And if it's not, what, are we, what can we do about it? I've, I've faced this challenge myself in the last year. You know, I've... For a long time, I've struggled with overeating. I've struggled with um, uh, bad habits, um, with with anxiety, with with stress. I've uh, with with good self care. That's been an issue for me. And I've realised, seeing a spiritual director in the last year, 
that I didn't actually love myself. And that actually I blamed myself for a lot of the things that happened to me which were completely out of my control. A lot of the most painful experiences that I've been through I blamed myself for, even though they had nothing to do with me, even though there was nothing I could do to change them. And so I was punishing myself, effectively. I was creating the life that I believed I deserved. Because I believed that I deserved nothing but mediocrity, failure, and nothing else. I didn't believe that I deserved success. I didn't believe that I deserved to thrive. I didn't believe I deserved to be healthy. I believed that I didn't matter as much as everybody else. And this was so ingrained in my subconscious that I didn't actually even realise that I believed it. But it had impacted everything. It impacted my, my daily habits and my routines and my disciplines and, and how I treated myself. And I've had to let go of a lot of these old beliefs. A lot of these beliefs that I'm not worth it, that I'm not worth it, that I'm not enough. You know, I've written a book about grace and the reason I wrote that book is because I believe passionately in grace that this idea that we are enough as we are that we belong as we are that God says you're enough as you are with all your imperfections with all your insecurities and bad habits with all the things that you need to change in your life you're still enough and I still love you as you are but the, the one of the most difficult truths about grace is actually believing that Yes, grace confronts the difficult truths of who we are. It confronts our, our sin and our failure and our mistakes. And that's difficult to confront in itself. But, but in, in many ways, the most difficult part of grace is accepting that you are loved as you are, even with your imperfections. And I understand that concept, and I still struggle to believe it sometimes. It's a daily decision that I have to make to choose to see myself as God sees me. And that's a, that's a daily, daily journey for all of us. And that is at the core of the kind of life we want to create for ourselves. We need to step back from ourselves and actually look at our life and see what kind of life we're creating and realise that actually we were made for something more. Realise that God has this amazing journey for us to take up with him. That he wants us to co-create this life with him. That he's given us gifts. He's given us passions. He's given us desires. And God wants us to explore those he wants us to develop those. He wants us to use those for the betterment of the world. He wants us to use those for the betterment of others. And ultimately, to point people towards him. Because when we do the thing that we're created to do, ultimately it brings glory to God. Whether it's a religious thing or not, it can have nothing... We, a scientist making amazing breakthroughs like revolutionary breakthroughs, curing cancer, that brings glory to God, even if that guy's not a Christian. Because that person has done what they were created to do. They've used their gifts for the benefit of others. They've made, they've brought about real change. And that honors God, because God created all of us, whether we believe in him or not. And I believe that all of us have this life that God wants us to live. All of us have this life we were designed to live. A life built on a foundation of grace, on this truth that we're enough as we are. And believing that frees us to go and create this life that God has for us without fear. Because when, our, when we put our security in what we do, in our position, in how much money we have, in our social status, in our relationship status, um, 
even our religious status. Then when things go wrong, which they inevitably do, when we have a failure, when we make a mistake, when we get setbacks, that's going to kill us. And I've made this mistake. I've put In the past, I've put too much of my security and my identity and my value in the success of my creative work. So when I've had failures, and I've had failures, then it's killed me. I've got depressed, I've got really low and really stressed and and full of anxiety. But what I came to see is that actually God is trying to tell me, put your security and identity and value in me. You are enough. You belong. You are lovable. You are valuable. You are precious. You are enough as you are with all your imperfections. Whatever you do with your life, whatever choices you make, whatever work you do, that doesn't change anything. When a parent meets their newborn child for the first time, they love that baby instantaneously. It's like when I met my nephew for the first time, it was like this whole wellspring of deep love suddenly appeared in me. Like It wasn't even there before. It was like, where did this come from? And I love that. I love my nephew not because of what he's done or what he's going to do or who, or his status or anything like that. He's done nothing yet. He's just a baby. But I know that his parents and I know that I love him because he exists, because yeah, because he's family, because just because of who he is, not because of what he's done. And that's how God loves us. He loves us because we exist. He loves us for who we are. And he will love us whatever we decide to do with our lives. Whether we fail, whether we succeed, whether everyone knows who we are or nobody knows who we are, we will have infinite value and worth to God and he will love us just as we are. And that will always be the case. And that's really difficult to believe. And I've struggled to believe that. And I've struggled to put my identity and my security in that. But I know that I need to do that. Because that's the only way that I'm going to have a healthy, thriving life. And I know that when you do that, you're much less afraid to risk. You're much less afraid to step out and to create something new. You're much less afraid to put yourself out there and to do something that you would never have thought you would do. Like, in the last year, I left my job to pursue a creative career, to pursue coaching. That's something I would never, ever have done a while back. But because I've begun to embrace this idea of grace and that I'm enough, and that even if it fails, it's going to be worth the experience because I'll be doing what I was born to do, I was more willing to take that risk. And I still don't know how it's going to work out, but I know that I'm doing the right thing. And I've never felt more alive, and I've never felt like I'm walking in my calling more than I do at the moment. Because I'm actually doing that. I'm actually doing my poema. I'm actually creating the life with God that he had for me. And it's not just about, and it's not about the work. Our poema is not actually about the work itself. This is the thing. It's about the process. It's about the journey. It's about what that process, what, what, what the decision to create our life and take that risk and step out does to us. Because we have, when we do that, we have to step. We have to trust God. And when we do that, it confronts stuff inside of us that we didn't know was there. Like stepping out in faith and launching my business and publishing my book has confronted issues in me that I didn't even know were there. But I'm really glad that I that I've been through this process because. It's, it's helped me to deal with a lot of these issues and to get healing and to get restoration and to get 
um, prayer and support and to and to grow. So whatever happens now as a result of me stepping out and launching a business and launching a book, I'm better for it. I've already got the benefit of it because I was because I don't know how, but somehow I was willing to take that risk and step out. And it still feels crazy sometimes, and I still sometimes have days where I wonder what, what am I doing. But most of the time, I don't regret it for a, I don't regret it because I know that I'm doing the right thing. I know that I'm stepping out and doing what God created me to do. That I'm participating in creating a new kind of life for myself. And one thing I'm trying to do as well is to try and build in new habits, to try and get rid of the old habits, the overeating. And other things, and to actually get a better routine, to get have to get healthy, not just in terms of what I eat, but in how I care for myself and how I steward my resources and how I steward my time. In prayer, and meditation, and reading, and learning, and and all these kind of things, because I realise now that these things will help create a a better version of me, and will help me be more in tune with how God created me to be. And that's what I want for all of you. That's what this podcast is going to be about. And I want to challenge you to just examine your life and see whether you're living the life that you were really made for. To examine whether your security and identity is in what you do rather than who you are. And to ask yourself what it would take to create the life that God really wants for you. That's the challenge, I think, for today. That's what I want you to reflect on this week is to just think about what is the life that God really has for me what would it mean for me to live the life that God created me to live what would it mean for me to co-create with God this masterpiece we need to believe that our lives are masterpieces and that they shouldn't be treated badly that we need to we need to treat our lives like they are God's masterpiece we need to work with God to create the life that he always intended for us and then then we will be better people and this world will be a better place, and that we will know God better. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk soon.